All right, Gio. Okay. It's time for you to predict the future. I can do that. Oh, really? What are tomorrow's lottery numbers? Uh, not Tesla calls. <laughs> Oof, okay, very true. <laughs> Big facts. Uh, what are we talking about today? Today we're going to be talking about something that I guess isn't 100% uh, electric cars, but since electric cars are going to be the future, uh, I still think it fits within our niche. And that is how you imagine luxury cars will separate themselves from, you know, average cars. Because, you know, for the past couple decades, luxury cars have always maintained a couple advantages over, you know, regular consumer cars. They typically have better build quality. Their engines tend to be higher powered, more complicated, that type of things. The materials on the inside are better. And they typically have the latest technology. Um, but as we all noticed in, in the recent couple years, technology has gotten very cheap. And even a base Toyota Corolla or Kia Forte or whatever has as much technology as probably an S-Class had 10 years ago. So the gap between, I feel, luxury cars and uh, you know cheap cars in terms of technology is very is, is starting to become very narrow in terms of, of the difference between the two. Um, engines will no longer be a thing. And whilst many people didn't, don't really understand engines, don't really care about engines, I think if I tell someone, well, a Ferrari has a V12, you know, twin turbo engine, it's going to sound much more impressive than if I say, you know, your base Audi has, you know, a 2.0 inline four or something like that, making a fifth of the horsepower. But engines are going to be gone, and it's just little magnetic motors that no one really understands. Um, build quality might be the last thing that can really separate uh, luxury cars from, you know, average consumer vehicles. Uh, but will that be enough to justify the the price difference in in terms of the luxury space and Will luxury cars begin to uh, be cheaper as time goes on? Well, I believe I've actually said this before. I, I'm fearful of our luxury market. I don't think a lot of these luxury companies will survive in the next decade, let's say further out 20 years, because of exactly what you just said. You don't There's... think they'll survive or they'll just be cheaper? I cannot see some of these companies making mass produced cars nor do i think they have the capability to enter mass production if you take someone like uh ferrari let's say mm -hmm. i don't think ferrari has the capability to make four hundred thousand cars a year mm -hmm. them making the transition to four hundred thousand cars a year mm -hmm. is the same thing as any of these new companies starting from scratch mm -hmm. so for a very low volume automaker it's it's the same as any other any other Joe trying to enter the space? Okay. Well, let's say, let's say car companies that already have a wide range of, of prices. You know, uh, any of the German cars, uh, like Mercedes, for instance, the their A class is about thirty thousand dollars, I think, and then their S class can go all the way up to a starting price of like one fifty, one eighty. Do you think, as time goes on, the the upper end of that price bracket is going to get lower, and you know the most expensive S class might be only, you know, a hundred thousand or a hundred twenty thousand in the next ten years. Well I think we're always gonna have the gap with 
in price due to size of vehicle. Yeah, that's true. A C class is always going to cost less than an S class. Yes, of course. That will remain fact. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you do get to that point where, let's say, an an S class or a Tesla Model S or a BMW uh, 7 Series, they're in that upper size uh, tier Mm -hmm. where they're at, what, $100,000 average selling price? Yeah. I think that... That that's not what I consider. I know it is a luxury vehicle, but when we when when we start talking about what luxury cars are going to die, I'm thinking, you know, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollar cars. Yeah, those but... will have will have issues. If we if we take a step down to hundred thousand dollar sedans, I think they're fine. I think just just yes, the tech's the same, but there's a few things they can add. You know, no one's going to put massage seats in in a thirty thousand dollar Camry. It's just not going to happen. There's still a few things and quirks that they can add to justify it, but the the real justification is always going to be the size. I'm I'm actually the opposite of you. I feel like there will always be a market for those because basically every car over three hundred thousand dollars is a hypercar, and they're not made in that uh, you know larger volumes and they don't really need that larger volumes to be profitable and i feel like there will always be a market of 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 very you know rich individuals that want the very peak performance so i actually personally don't think there's going to be too much of an issue there i do think there's going to be an issue with the cars there in the eighty thousand one hundred thousand one hundred twenty thousand uh price range that you know unless you're not really looking for it you know the technology isn't going to be that much a step above a fifty thousand dollar car. Um, you know the materials inside. I, I, you know, they're not going to be plated in 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 gold or whatever. You know, that's a completely different price bracket. So unless you're really looking for it, I don't think the average consumer is going to be really able to tell the difference between fit and finish on the interior, and. You know, some of these electric motors, powertrains they're putting in these, you know, sub $50,000 planned electric cars are pretty comparable in, in performance to like current gasoline cars that are you know, over $70,000. So I think that portion of, of the car market is going to be in, 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 in much uh, deeper trouble because there's less differentiation, well, I all, think. First of all, any gas car 20 years from now is in trouble. There's not going to be volume gas vehicles. Correct. So to compare electric versus gas when we're looking at like a 20-year outlook is kind of silly. I'm I'm thinking more electric versus electric. How does a Model 3 compare to a Model S 20 years from now? How does someone justify the $85,000 price versus the $35,000 price? That's that's where I thought you were talking about. Well, I'm talking more like 10 years even. Okay, well, I mean, we could look at it today, though. Mm. Model S versus Model 3, great example. Mm-hmm. Model S still sells. sells. Yeah. You have a lot of software limitation in these new cars. Mm-hmm. So performance is always going to be better in the higher price cars. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, even if it's not because of the software base, like what if, what if uh, Tesla eventually allows you to have a Plaid Model 3? Well, I mean, and it's just it's just software limited. They just you, you uncork can't. it for like twenty, thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, but for them it's the same thing. Yeah, but you can't have a you can't upgrade to. A, there's a whole another motor they gotta add. 
Well, no, we're, we said 10 years out, 10, oh. 20 years out. Okay. I'm saying if, if everything's just software limited and you have a Model 3 and Model S using the exact same components because all the tech became uh, really cheap and now everything's running on the same thing because it makes no sense not to, mm-hmm. it's going to be software limited. So if your cost is the same mm-hmm. and your margins are actually higher on the smaller vehicle because less components or less material usage... Mm-hmm. I I think there's I think there's a market for people who want to spend thirty forty thousand dollars on an upgrade to a Plaid Model Three via OTA. So I I think I think we can see a lot of these higher prices in lower priced cars as well through software updates. Do you think there's gonna be? less attention to higher quality materials on the interior in the future because as we've seen i mean granted yes, they're, they're I, mostly I, concept I, cars but the interiors of many concept cars have become very barren so there's not much room for you know superfluous little details here and there to really spice up the interior yeah but i don't think that has to do in relation to electric cars or or software i think you know we always transition into new things mm mm-hmm. As a society, we just keep transitioning and transitioning, and the auto industry is getting hit the hardest right now with this transition. It's going to last the next 10, 20, 30 years even because the average car buyer is still over the age of 50. Mm-hmm. Me and you and everyone our age, for the most part, will all agree that buying things on the internet much better than going to a dealership. Right. But it's going to take a while before people our age become to the average car buyer age. So mm-hmm. this is a very slow transition. Mm-hmm. And in, in terms of material usage and design, I, I think people our age just don't really care for luxury products. They just don't, not not like the last generation did. Hmm. They care more for branding. I mean, let's take Supreme, for example. They're selling plain white t-shirts, low quality for, for high prices, and then they resell. What, what people our age cares about branding. So maybe they'll bring back Gucci branded cars. More logos. Maybe that's the play. A Gucci branded Maki. That that's how you get the kids to buy cars. <laughs> I guess more collabs. I mean, well, that's brand, a... brand branding will be how luxury uh, maintains. I don't think it's going to be performance. It's not going to be uh, different features, tech. It's going to be brand name. A Ferrari is always going to sell because it's a Ferrari. So, what do you think will be the difference? What what in ten years? What will make a hundred thousand dollar electric car be worth it? Performance, range, size, the same thing that makes it worth it today. Yeah, but that's not that's not as much as the differentiators now. Your 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 argument only works if things don't become software limited. If things were to be the same, but if I put a two hundred kilowatt hour battery in a Model Three and a two hundred kilowatt hour in a Model S, but software limit the Model Three. It didn't matter that it, it, the tech got to a, a stall. I could artificially separate the tier of, of vehicles. I don't. I don't know. If, I, I understand you're, you're you're being hyperbolic, but I don't think batteries are going to get so much cheaper in the next ten years that, that Tesla yeah, no, or anyone else not. will willingly put two hundred kilowatt hour batteries in. The- how does Apple distinguish between their bottom tier iPhones versus their top tier? Extra cameras. <laughs> better screens the material the materials there are, are 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 better you know they have different colors they have the you know the the i12 pro is, is much more solid feeling phone than an, uh, an se for instance but that's material 
I mean, the processors are different, but I mean, I don't yeah, really think anyone I, cares about I, I'm, that. I'm going to argue that the only reason Apple's able to sell so much of those $1,500 phones mm-hmm. is because it's a $1,500 phone. I'm not People gonna, are buying I'm, the idea behind it. They're I'm buying not, the brand. They're yeah. buying the, the top tier specs because it's the top tier specs. Yes, but I feel like, uh, and I don't disagree with you, but I feel like a $1,500 price is something that even if you're dirt poor, you can somehow finesse that amount of money, but it's a whole nother story when it's a $150,000 car. Well, yeah, but you got to realize the person who has to finesse $1,500 for a phone is probably not buying a new car anyway. The average car bought is a used car. True. Not a new car. You think autonomy so if you will if be... you strictly look at new car customers, that's mm. harder to say. You think autonomy is going to be a selling point? You think they'll limit autonomy to higher tiered vehicles? Yeah, according or? to Elon Musk, every Model Three is going to have full self driving. So I don't think so. Okay, but let's pretend that you know we're talking about uh, not Tesla for once. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's going to be something that is will Volkswagen limit you know well, hypothetical you know, the, level five autonomy to their upper tier cars? It's it's always hard to guess these things mm-hmm. because it's not really up to realism of course it's more up to whatever the company decides to do right but realistically whoever makes self-driving uh robo taxis they're saving money by making self-driving robo taxis which should cut costs of current um ride sharing programs which was mm-hmm. the plan with tesla's network they want to undercut uber by what 60 70 percent something crazy like that yeah and 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 only run it uh what was it a dollar a mile eventually so at those rates, I don't know if you can say full self-driving is, is a super premium feature when it would literally be cheaper to just full self-drive the same car using a ride-sharing program than own it. So no, I don't think autonomy will True, but will be distinguishing. I, I think autonomy will be standardized. Right. Okay. Well, I'm not... Because e- even in your words, you said that range-wise, we're basically here. This three hundred yeah. to five hundred mile range, yeah, thing is is here. So it might be to a point where in ten years, uh, yeah, and faster. Charging. It might be in ten years, a fifty thousand dollar car will have four hundred four fifty mile range. So whatever advantages range uh, the the hundred thousand dollar car in in range is going to be completely dead at that point. So you're not getting more technology. You're not getting any more range. No one cares about materials, so probably the fit and finish is going to be, I don't know, not really noticeable to the average consumer. Um, so what's left besides size? Brand. Well, if it's the brand. same brand. No, branding the vehicle. Oh, okay. like, like the iPhone. The iPhone uh, Pro Max mm-hmm. does not get the same recognition as an iPhone SE. Branding the vehicle as better. Damn, that's a... That's a big ass tax on on brand then. <laughs> okay, I mean, if, you, if, you, if we look at the the Model S Plaid versus the Plaid Plus, mm-hmm. currently the only difference is a hundred miles of range for for thirty thousand dollars. It's the same car, same specs, same technology. One hundred thirty plus. One hundred thirty plus miles of range extra, and it's faster for, on the for zero forty thousand dollars. Fractions of seconds. Put some respect on the Plaid Plus's name. <laughs> keep doing this to it. Keep putting it down. Okay. Well, so you you're in the you believe the the upper 
tier well, luxury a question for you. cars. Oh, okay, yeah. Here's here, let's rewind a bit. Mm-hmm. Here's a question for you: mm-hmm. the Plaid versus Plaid Plus. Okay, okay. As it stands, mm-hmm. yes, it's microseconds quicker and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah. as it stands, mm-hmm. do you think anyone is paying that forty thousand dollars to use that extra hundred and thirty miles of range, or do you think the person who buys a Plaid Plus buys it because it's a Plaid Plus? Hmm. Okay, I'm seeing your point. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'll I'll put. I don't know because. Hmm. Is saying that you own, I mean, is saying that you own the fastest production car in the world a, a brand thing? Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, 520 plus miles is, I mean, there there are some people I think that are very, uh, you know, trying to think of worst case scenarios and they can't imagine having less than 500 miles of range. But I'll probably give it to you that, Probably maybe only 30% of buyers will care about that extra 130 plus mile range. Okay. Well, yeah, but that's that's a $30,000 jump. I think it's 40. 40? Yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. I think I thought it was 30. Whatever. They tens, just raised tens it. of thousands. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm on, I'm on old. I'm on old prices. See, even I can't keep up. I have to write about it. Um, yeah, I just, I just. So you think that that upper tier luxury sedan vehicle segment is is safe, and you are more afraid of the, you know, two hundred thousand plus section of of cars in the future. Uh, yeah. Ooh. From certain from certain automakers, who, uh, who, big who, name who, brands like Ferrari, Rolls Royce, mm-hmm. I think are safe. They already have that brand. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking more cars like the, uh, I, I don't know, the, the the Maybach or the uh, Jaguar XJL. Cars, cars that are less known, and are just sub brands of a brand. So who's dead in thirty years? Who is dead in thirty years? I don't think. Toyota for sure, but that's not related to the conversation. <laughs> Whoa. And I thought I was the one that had beef. This man just said this like the third large the second largest car company gonna die in thirty years. That's that's a topic for a different episode. You better watch out for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? We'll save that question for another episode. We'll discuss which car companies survive thirty years from now later on. Oh, we'll just man. end this here. <laughs> that's gonna be some hot takes on that one. Woof. Woof, that man just said Toyota got Woof. I was not expecting that. Okay, well, stay tuned. Um, personally, I okay. So I, I guess just to close it off, personally, I feel like luxury cars will need to get cheaper in the future, wholesale, full stop, because there's going to be less differentiation between them. And yes, brand will continue. Brand prestige and saying that you have an expensive car will continue to drive some sales, but I don't know if it will be enough to sustain the current price difference between whatever the average car is and the average luxury sedan will be but that's just me um and my boy Gio thinks otherwise and thinks that we will see a gucci collaboration between uh an electric car it's been done interiors. it's been done yeah and that didn't help that fiat 500 let me tell you that right now <laughs> it was gucci could fiat not too. save that car who else was it uh, i think uh, cadillac in like the 80s or 90s 
Oh yeah, was it Gucci? It wasn't yeah. someone else. Okay, and there was like a Tiffany Cadillac too, right? 